Welcome everybody to the Rotating Tap Podcast. We've got Steve Vanderplue, Corey David, and special guests. Maybe beer people talking comedy or comedians talking beer. Listen up everybody and we'll see what you will hear. I won't waste any more time because it's going very fast. It's the Rotating Tap Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Rotating Tap Comedy Podcast. Uh, my name is Steve Vanderplug. I'm here with Corey David. Yeah, what's going on? We're the host of Rotating Tap. Uh, we're here at Flight Co. Brewing Company in their beautiful tap room. We're here with Morgan and Jason from Flight Co. Say hello, guys. Hey, how's it going? What's up, guys? Uh, we're just sitting here drinking beers with you. Yeah. Fortunately, we've already gotten started, and it's pretty early in the day on a Thursday. So yeah. we're way ahead of schedule. Your right. life. It's, yeah. a, it's afternoon. It counts. Yeah, totally. It's yeah. five o'clock somewhere. You yeah. Know? Thanks a lot for letting us come in and record. This brewery is beautiful. We'll obviously get into a little bit of the aesthetic of the place, but I think a lot of it probably has to do with the name Flight Co. If you guys, do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah. You know, we're uh, uh, there's three of us owners here, and we came from an aviation background. Wanted something that screamed that out in the name as we built that into our theme. So nice. Yeah. Landed on Flight and Flight Co. and just uh, been running with that. Yeah, yeah. What's the uh, apparatus thingy right behind me? What's that called again? That's uh, the fuselage. It's a fuselage. Yeah. So that's the that's the size it? of a <laughs> no. <laughs> Starts with an F, I think. It's like and it's like fuselage. Yeah. A P. But yeah, that's the size of a 737 actually, um, built into the middle of the space, um, but without all of the you know nonsense like emergency exits and stuff like that it's a lot more spacious okay. no wings no <laughs> yeah no if it's going if it's yeah. going down you're not bailing yeah is this actually from a wreck of a crashed plane or no it's this a is 737 built. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the souls of about 50 people live in here <laughs> We're off actually, to a good start. This was actually the site of a terrible plane crash. It just actually, actually happened to be available uh, for, for purchase. But we should be here. No bad juju there whatsoever. Yeah, yeah that's the secret ingredient. It's, it's, it's <laughs> fermented with the souls of all the people <laughs> that were in this fuse launch. Malaysian Airlines. <laughs> uh, it goes, goes right with our, uh, our patio on yeah. 38th with cars going by at 45 miles an hour. Heck so. yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, well, I'm just very excited that no, not a lot of people can see this right now, but we'll be posting pictures, obviously, of the brewery and of you guys once we get this uploaded. But I'm impressed that John Krasinski wanted to invest in a local brewery after he had his big success with The Office. Probably can't tell, but... It's, it's all about diversification. You think so? You just, yeah. You I love gotta... Jim Halpert. <laughs> I, I really like him more as the, the CIA agent. Uh, oh, yeah. The What's Amazon that guy's show? name? Um, Jack Ripper? No. Uh, Jack Ripper. Yeah, yeah, Ripper. Yeah, that's it. That's it, right? Uh, you as long as that's disemboweling not, that's who you want to be oh, compared wait, no. to right there yeah <laughs> as long as it's uh, not a quiet place john the, no he's, he's the two-name guy jack ryan yeah that guy yeah yeah, yeah it's good know. it wasn't three names those guys usually don't do too well in history. no you don't like those guys no, no. yeah like john jacob jinkleheimer smith i think that's like four <laughs> well, no that was three that was that's three. my name too that's crazy <laughs> how, many, how many beers have we had no. 
Uh, I, I haven't Not even taken a, take, taken a sip yet. That's, yeah. just, that's the problem. So just a little quick overview of, uh, can just just tell us a little bit about, you told us about the name, um, but why did you guys decide to do this? Because you don't have any previous beer experience, right? No, actually. There's so a, Hold on real quick. There's an ambulance going by uh, at 45 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, adds to the uh, ambiance on the patio. Uh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> um, yeah, so actually my background is in retail sales. Um, I was a general manager for Verizon Wireless for quite a few years before this. Um, and this just kind of started as a, a backyard project. So Jason and Eric uh, started brewing beer together in college. Um, I moved in next door to Eric in the Highlands. So I was kind of the, the crazy neighbor that they couldn't get rid of. Um, Still can't. So they gave you a job? They were like, we might as well, yeah, might as well give me a job. <laughs> <laughs> You won't leave us alone anyway. Um, Wait, you guys are getting paid? I mean, yeah, honestly, our, our story. <laughs> we actually took you, them off the payroll you, you months were... ago. <laughs> They're glitching the system. Just can't get rid of uh, yeah, we're going to have to move your desk again, though. Uh, yeah. gotcha. <laughs> um, you know, our story probably starts fairly similarly to a, a lot of breweries out there, you know, where it's just a couple guys making, making beer in the backyard. Um, I think one of the differences, we, we definitely just stuck with it you know i mean it took us yeah almost six years before we opened here that's how comedy is too i just started doing comedy in a backyard and just stuck with it <laughs> six years in he's still yeah. not very good at it you guys are way better at brewing beer this is the largest audience i've ever got so <laughs> and he's bombing terribly yeah. So. Yeah. The most laughs too. all right so you guys have been at it for how many years again um so six years you guys have been brewing beer together i've been for, brewing yeah 10 11 years now yeah Oh. Did you have any fear that people were just yes manning you to death and you were like, yeah, your homebrew is great. Uh, oh, for sure. Oh, I'm glad you, you brought that up. It's impossible to get real feedback, especially when, oh, it's, yeah. when it's homebrew. Now, at least you and can free beer. The other, no others. one dislikes free beer. Whereas here, right. at least when people pay for it, you can sit on the other side of the bar and kind of listen from afar to see what they really think about you. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Or they go on untapped. Or they go on untapped. Which, we'll get to some of those. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> we'll get, oh geez. Yeah, the, Where people are fair and understanding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, very <laughs> balanced opinions. Yeah, this cream ale takes nothing like an imperial stout one star <laughs> one yeah, star i don't stuff. like ipas yeah but no that was a that was a very real concern because you know when it's friends and family um everyone loves everything yeah so we we did a lot of we tried to do a lot of blind tests we try to give it to people and not tell them where it came from and just see what they thought mm -hmm. um get a little more honest feedback just best we could into a bud light just, can. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't taste like montucky yeah yeah what was uh at what point do you think like what was the style of beer or maybe just something that you really liked to brew that really gave you the confidence to be like you know what we could do this and people would buy it you know i think a lot of at least for me brewing it uh it was a lot of the core american ales that's what I was brewing because I wanted to drink them. And I mean, an amber ale, a blonde, a porter, uh, a very like, you know, middle of the road pale ale. Those were kind of the ones that like cut our teeth on and, and that have been incredibly popular here in the tap house. I also, yeah. I also think we had a couple experiences that showed us that if you're making a quality product, what, what it is doesn't particularly matter. We had one instance in a, a backyard barbecue situation that we'd made all the beer for. And we had a blonde ale and a barley wine, or no, a farmhouse ale that we had yeah. accidentally mislabeled and switched the labels on them. So I think one was like 5.2 and the other was like 
one. Oh, that's a and party. And so everybody's slamming yeah. Blondales that were 9.1. <laughs> yeah. And that, that party got out of hand in yeah. a hurry. I wish I was um, there. And Blondale. they're all just saying, oh, my God, this, you this wouldn't Blondale have remembered is it. amazing. <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, Followed by blacking out and throwing up in the bushes in the front yard. Yeah, where's that chuggable beer right um, now? Yeah. <laughs> Blondale tastes like barnyard and booze <laughs> and straight rubbing Well, alcohol. but, I mean, it was, you know, they obviously tasted different. Why do I different. like this so much? It makes yeah, me yeah. feel so good. They obviously tasted different, but at the end of the day, people were enjoying the product. You know, yeah. and they didn't really care what it was. Yeah, yeah an hour later we went over. A farmhouse? Uh, something like that. Yeah. I went over and tasted them. I was like, oh, this is not labeled correctly at all. Yeah. And people are on their, like, fifth pint of a 9 or 10% <laughs> like, You turn beer. around, everybody's like, falling out of their bar yeah, stools. Good, barking, good, like, what good. have we done? Good. Uh, <laughs> so let's open a brewery. Hey, but I mean, we had a comedian this. there that night, and he did really well. Yeah, he did, actually. We had Tice there. So these guys are also good friends with very funny comedian, local comedian Jeff Tice, who has done the stand-up show here. Yep. Uh, filled in for me and hosting duties. So. And, you know, with how talented he is, he also made the logo for our business. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's beautiful. Yeah. All yeah. the all the talent focused on, just, you know, just a few people. The dude Super that's fair. so good at everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is he but, a pilot, yeah. too? Um, he probably yeah, could He probably be, does but... his own laundry. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's yeah. not go that far. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Get a pilot's license first. Fair enough. Okay, so a little bit, we, we talked a little bit about the history of you guys and what motivated you to open this. Uh, you did pour us a beer that you wanted to talk about, so that way we can get to some more drinking. Uh, so tell us about what's in the before, glass. I want, oh. I want to do something before that. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's all right. Uh, each of you have a minute to tell Corey and I a joke. <laughs> yeah. Huh. yeah. So I'm putting you on the spot. Do, do, do you have to fill the entire minute? No, 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 no. no, no, just, no. The, the but, you're, just, better. but now you're at 50 seconds, so. Gosh. <laughs> Think about it. We'll come back to it. We'll come All right, back. We'll, to it. We'll, we'll come back but to it. We will come back to it. So start thinking about so it. So after we talk, after we talk about the beer, just a one a one liner or a story that you would tell if you were just talking to a customer at the bar. The Something first like thing that. everybody says when they meet a comedian is, "Oh, you're a comedian. Tell me a joke." So we're flipping the flipping the. <laughs> page oh, you're a brewer. You tell me a joke. Yeah, yeah exactly. Does Steve's bass yeah. count as a joke? Oh. Can I just point at that? Boom! Oh. Roasted. Cheers to that. All Good right. thing I got it. <laughs> I've got a face for podcasts. Yeah. So. Put on my Sunday finest for this. Yeah, so we're going to ask you guys to tell us a joke, and then we're going to ask Steve to review this beer with all of the knowledge that he doesn't have. It's good. I like yeah, it. Yeah, so this beer, this is our... Uh, yeah, back to what we know how to talk about. This, yeah. is, this is our guava pale ale right here. Um, so this has been a, a staple since we opened, and it's, it's been a big favorite of everyone coming in, um, but very much made to be kind of a middle of the road drinking beer. So even though it's a fruited pale ale, the fruit's very mellow, very kind of backseat to the fact yeah. that it's still, and this is a big pet peeve of mine, it's still a beer. Yeah. Like you can go so many places that are doing really interesting things and and some of them are like, this is great. I love fruit, this flavor. Fruit con. bomb, it's, juice bomb. It's, it's made really yep. kind of uniquely, but I don't, it's not a beer. I don't want to drink that much of it. Yeah, so a lot of what I focus on is, is beer first. Yeah. yeah. Well, going back to what you'd said before, where you started out just making really well done traditional kind of styles, I think the more you get into beer and the more things you drink, you, everybody goes through this tipping point of looking for things that are very esoteric and odd and you, and 
peculiar, but then I think the pendulum swings back where you just want something that's just really well done and something that you can wrap your head around. So it's cool that you guys have had, you have an American pale ale, classic representation of craft beer here, but then you put your own unique spin on it. And guava, I mean, can complement subtle notes in the hop, in uh, malts and then complement some citrus hop flavors. What made you decide to go with guava as an adjunct as opposed to something else? Yeah, so that was actually... Uh... I was kind of doing my research, figuring out what I wanted to use, and we were talking a lot with the restaurant next door, and we wanted something specifically to pair with their fish tacos. Oh, hell yeah. So we wanted, you know, go a little more tropical, a little more citrusy, but um, have a very complimentary food and beer pairing yeah. with that. Um, I can see that working so well. well yeah. I mean, <clears throat> what's nice about that is we've been able to get this beer in a couple bars and restaurants around the city. Oh, perfect. Because nice. it goes so well with a variety of different foods. Yeah, yeah that's an easy selling tacos. point. Yeah. Um, and guava is a popular fruit, I guess. I don't yeah, know. it's in tequila. It's my favorite drink. Yeah. So. No, that's agave. Sorry, agave. Um, so funny, <laughs> not so funny. You Disclaimer: bring that. I'm an idiot. Uh, so, <laughs> so funny, funny you bring that up. Uh, but it is the most mispronounced word on our menu. I don't, I don't know how many guava? times Gu- guava? I have, guava? I have people order the agave pale ale, the guave, the it's the name of the beer is Oh My Guava! Exclamation point pale ale and i've hear hear people order the oh my guavel oh my guavels <laughs> pale ale so <laughs> tell me what, what what kind of hops do you use in this beer like tell me a little bit about the malt bill like about the just the 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 character of the beer itself yeah so this is um the hops are mainly citrusy based so yeah. like citra is the main one there's also some amarillo hops in there which is a very polarizing hop for for some people but i absolutely love it why do you say that uh it's a lot like um cilantro where oh, yeah. like five ten percent of the population hates it for some reason what yeah. does it taste like to them isn't it like dish soap or something like that is that is that for, for amarillo oh for for the hop for amarillo i don't know it's for cilantro um like, but for Amarillo, they get like cat piss. Yep. Yeah. And so there's this too. like, which sucks for them because it's a beautiful yeah, hop. So, if yeah, you don't so have many delicious that. Things you can well, like, that's like saying, you know, don't ever make tacos with cilantro on them yeah. because some people don't like it. Well, you yeah, heard it here like first you, at Flightco. There is cat piss and dead souls in this beer. It's, it's everything what we, we specialize make. in. Yep. Yeah. They are taking off. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They're playing fun. Ooh, early, oh, early. All right. Ouch. You took my joke. But no, uh, citrusy-based hops, um, uh, for the malt profile, it's it's relatively simple. Um, it's a lot of two-row. There's a touch of, like, crystal malts in there to give it a little bit of color and some body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the yeast is more of an English ale yeast, so it's very clean. Oh, it's, yeah, that's uh, It dries it out nicely, which complements some of that back-sweetened guava fruit that we put in. Cool. Um, but the goal is still balance. So... And it's been a great seller, too, because if you like fruit, there's enough fruit in it for you. For sure. But if you don't, if you want to focus on hops, you can yeah. focus on the bittering aspect yeah. of the yeah, beer. Yeah, if you had told me that there's guava in this, I wouldn't have just jumped right on it just because it is well-balanced. And I think it just blends sure. really well with all the other ingredients you have in there. When you know it's there, you can tell it's there for sure. Yeah, um, you get a little bit on the nose, a little bit in the, the middle of the beer, and, and yeah. that's about it. And no, that's very well true to what, what he likes to do with fruit and beer. What's an adjunct that you've used where it just like, you were like, this was a bad idea? Or this was kind of, this, it, just, <laughs> it just didn't work. Because I've heard like peanut butter, you know, like people, because nowadays a lot of people use like peanut powder, yeah. or peanut dust, or whatever, and you can use so many WAMFs, like uh, flavoring agents these days, but I know sometimes when you're first experimenting, you're like, let's just dump a whole bucket of strawberries in here and see what happens yeah back in the home brewing days um 
actually one we did like <sighs> playing sometimes around with like uh, different organic fruits. Like some just work well and some don't. And like I, it's kind of interesting. Uh, like raspberries were one that for me, like you had to put in so many, like five, 10 pounds of raspberries for a small batch just to get a tiny bit of flavor out of them. And so it's not that it didn't turn out, but just like the experimentation with volumes and what you need to put in. Yeah, especially um, when you scale too. I mean, we tried making our, our ginger blonde. Yeah, we just, played around a lot with ginger. Uh, that was one that took... It seems like it would be so delicate. Yeah, it is. That's a good word for it because it takes... It took three, four iterations of like, oh, cool. Now we're like... Not enough, not enough. Way now we're just too chewing much. on spice. <laughs> <laughs> like, Are you guys just like eating next door and you're like, hey, this would be great for a beer. Yeah. Just I mean, adding ginger and cilantro and whatever else you want to. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess Guava. now now we have that advantage of having a, a restaurant next door, which is is huge for us That's because cool. you can order food and have it delivered to you where you sit at the bar. Yeah. Um, but I mean, a lot of that was just honestly back in the day in the backyard grilling out, making uh -huh. food. Like, hey, this would be a cool pairing. This would be fun to throw yeah, in here. These happen to go together really. I well. mean, what's something you guys haven't used that you want to? Something. Whether it's a hop or an adjunct or something like that. There's a, I, I want to make another coffee beer. It's been yeah. a long time since I've made a really good coffee beer. Yeah. And, uh, I love coffee beers. And, and again, for me, that's another like delicate balance one. Absolutely. Where it, you have to add so much to get the flavor, but then you add a touch more and it's too much. Yeah. yeah. Um, for, for like what I want to go for, for a drinkable. Are you using like, are you using beans or are you using like a cold brew press? Done like a cold brew yeah. most of the times in the past. I've had the best consistency with that. Yeah. I know people do all different things. Beans seems like it would just be really hard to, hard to impart if you're just adding it to fermentation. But because the, yeah. the way that I'd always heard it, done the best was you basically just literally make a ton of cold brew you just let it sit you let the beans sit in water overnight and then you dump that in like but how does that how does that, that affect fermentation how does that affect um the way that the other like chemical processes work like in the beer you can add it a lot of different times uh some people do put it in early and it doesn't seem to compete with fermentation too much uh you can also basically dry hop with it and okay. put that in towards the end almost like a blending agent um but then, yeah, some people just throw beans in the fermenter, let it sit on them, and kind of soak up that flavor through fermentation. What are you going to use? Folgers, Maxwell House, something good? Oh, yeah. I definitely <laughs> Cafe, like... Cafe Bustello all the way. Yeah. <laughs> My dad that. still is a Folgers guy, and then whenever I go home, I'm just like, Dad, how, did, how have you not upgraded coffee? And he's like, it works for me. I'm like, I can't put this in my French press. I might as well put potting soil in <laughs> And then he looks at me like I'm just too cultured, you know? Yeah. Just like... Yeah, you know, probably probably your Costco's freedom, your best organic. Press. We'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Corey the Keurig David. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it with the way that it roasts the plastic. Yeah. I would like to get into my favorite segment of the podcast. What do you think about that? I think that'd be great. Okay. Uh, so this next podcast, you guys, or the pod, the next. Wait, podcast, do I get to tell my joke? Another, another, another do you, segment. Do you have, a do joke you have one? Because oh, I got you. I, you're I, in I the don't. clear. You nailed it. Oh, okay, with his face comment? Yeah, because he's pretty yeah. ugly. <laughs> but if you've got another one That's ripped and ready sad. to go, That's just, just keep it. Funny. I told you, we got to have him drink some of the beer before it's they probably not a, it's I, probably I, not I'm going to tell mine after but, uh, I chug this. Yeah, there you go. It's probably not great, but uh, my landlord uh, called and told me the other day that he'd raise my rent, and I said, that'd be great because I sure as hell can't come up with it. <laughs> hey, boom. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, can I steal that? Can I use that one? Yeah. You can add it to your skit. That's, all of these, that's, that's deep quality material right there. That's deep cut. Right on it. Right on that. 
You actually, you should have just did the walk off. You had, a, you had a pretty good one up top, and then you <laughs> fucking ruined it. <laughs> Steve, I just want to get Steve more material. Twenty one yeah, pilots. Yeah, yeah. The only <laughs> reason I came up with this pot, this podcast segment is so I can have an act in like four years. I'll be like, able to fill twenty minutes <laughs> to steal jokes. <laughs> Well, so what's your what's your favorite segment of the show? My favorite segment is called the uh, the chug off. Yeah. Oh, what's your exactly most chuggable what's... beer? Yeah. Tell us. T- so uh, you guys have come up with your most chuggable beer here. For yeah. Us. We have our uh, Vets and Jets Cream Ale. Cool. So we're gonna have you just yeah. So you told us what it was and then. Tell us. Gonna... I mean, it, tell us a little bit more about that because I know that also. Uh, you're donating some money from well, I think, each. I think I think sold. I'm getting a look like I'm supposed to chug this first and then chug try this to first talk and then we're going to talk. About uh, it. Not at the same time. Yeah, so we got oh. to talk separately. Don't tell me how to live my life separately. Who wants to go first? Jason Morgan. Doesn't matter. What? I mean, do you want to know that you lost now or later? Oh yeah. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Morgan. <laughs> You're uh, dead. Right, so I've seen before you drink. Since you I have a I have a kid. I drink like I mean it. What's the name of the beer and what style is it? Um, so Vets in Jets is the name of the beer, and it is a cream ale. Okay, and then after you're done chugging, just start explaining what it is. Is it on when I lift the beer, when it hits my lips? What's when it the, hits what's your the, lips. When it hits my lips? Yeah. I already started the timer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're doing really bad. <laughs> it's on the move. Ooh, Pretty good. Bad. Pretty good. The retail guy can chug beer. Oh, God. Hold off on the time until both of you have done it. But we'll <clears> let me, let me <sighs> write it down. Tell yeah, us yeah, yeah. about that All right, beer. tell us about that beer. You can burp um, into the microphone. All right. So, yeah, this is the Vets and Jets Cream Ale. Um, so it's a smash beer, a single malt, single hop. Um, you smashed that beer, eh? Hey. <laughs> smashable. Um, brewed to definitely be on the lighter side, um, so a little bit less body and mouthfeel than you might find in some <laughs> other <laughs> cream ales. Um, very carbonated. <laughs> highly, highly carbonated, uh, very cold. You even had a fun oh, little strategy God. that you were trying to implement before. Oh yeah, I wanted to this. try to warm that. Hyperventilation. Oh, yeah, let that yeah. let that warm up a little bit. Yeah, he's like, oh, it. I'm gonna pour this now so that it warms up and I can chug it faster. God, thanks for telling everybody my secret. Yeah, well, it didn't work. So um. <laughs> <laughs> you have no one to compare it to. This is the f- we, this yeah. is the first show. Well, we did a prologue episode where Corey and I chugged them. Set the high and the low. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'm easily the low. I'm respectable. Mine was way more respectable than I thought it would be. But to be fair, we did chug IPAs. So. Yeah, I, uh, uh, I did not. Jason, let's let's give you a go at this. Right. You ready? And then tell us about the I've beer. Is it the same, it's the same beer? It is the same beer. Cool. This so is the cream ale. Start pounding that and then tell us about maybe the hop or the malt bill or whatever the hell you want to say about it. Sure. Andy's off. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Wow. These guys are pretty good. Oh, not a drop. And we're done. Damn. Oh boy! On it. All right. So tell us, uh, tell us what you want us to know about the beer. Oh, mine is still pretty cold. <laughs> oh. Rocky Mountain it's cold. Got that, got that going for it. It's cold. Oh man. But like, it's cold. Uh, very chuggable. Um, yeah, you had a pretty good time. Yeah, good, good. Yeah, um, yeah crystal hops there, accented in the profile. Very nice. Um, but yeah, this is meant to be. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, right? Still, still going, man. For the record, that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> still going. Um, so, Crystal Hops. Yeah, and this this beer was meant to be. I mean, Cream Ale is a, a fairly broad style, um, and this is meant to be towards the lighter end, towards more of the Pilsner side of it. So, it's a lot of Pilsen malt. Morgan's still burping over here. 
Um, That's the best one. <laughs> but made, meant to be very clear, crisp, refreshing. This was my golfing beer all summer. So why did you oh. want to do a cream ale as opposed to another kind of lighter beer like Pills or Hellas? Was it time. because of the lagering time? Yeah. It was. Yep. Yeah. As a, uh, as a new business, you want you want to crank beer out fast and sell it fast. Yeah. You don't have the money to sit on beer for as long as you know you would two, three years sure. down the line. You guys do a yeah. lot of cranking here. I understand. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's good. It's yep. three dudes. You know us so yeah. well. Yeah, doors <laughs> locked. Doors locked. Lots of cranking. Doors locked. <laughs> Yet you've volunteered to be this here today, knowing meeting. all of that. And the doors are locked. <laughs> yeah, we're into it. Uh, so, um, I think, so my, for I love a, I love cream ales, and this tastes delicious, by the way. Like it really, uh, the hardest thing that most people don't know about brewing lighter beers is that it's something can go wrong so easily because there's nothing to hide any of the defects. You know, yeah. like uh, generous malt bill or dry hopping, whatever happens. Adjunct. Whatever, yep. Yeah, making it super boozy, right? So it everything's there. It's crisp. It's delicious. I love the flavor. Carbonation's tight. Um, I love cream ales on nitro personally. That's oh, usually like when you're I, a monster. Why? I just don't like nitro. You don't like nitro beers? I don't, nitro I don't really anything. like nitro beers. Do you guys, either. am I the only person at the table that likes nitro beers? No, certain styles I really like nitro. But uh, some, I think regular carbonation just brings out a lot of the flavors better, depending on what the style is going on. This is really well done. Yeah, I mean, you get like is. the sweetness uh, that you get from the malts is like right is like right on point. No, this cream ale I like a lot. And I mean, obviously, like I, I want to do a really like nice classic Pilsner at some point, but the cream ale has been great too because you get the extra characteristics from the ale yeast yeah so you get a little bit of that extra fruitiness and flavor that comes through mm-hmm. um which i think makes it you know a very people come in if they want a pilsner they're happy if they just want something light and kind of you know very you don't refreshing make it, that you works too don't want to make a decision this is the beer that you drink yeah yeah that's fair it tastes like beer um, right. do you want to reveal the times yeah so <laughs> guess what uh Please am, tell me that Morgan's still, shit talking backfired. I am probably still in did. last place. <laughs> it I'm probably still, did. Wait, Steve, you're still no in last No surprise to anybody. What was your time? Uh, 13.98 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, no. Real, real, real quick for everyone so listening. Like, uh, how, how many ounces were in that beer? 12. <laughs> it was an IPA, so but it was pretty horrible to watch. How many seasons do you think it's going to be until somebody gets more than that? Not that long. Uh, probably not that long. I, I'm sure I will not be. When it comes, if I'm last place, I'm totally cool with it, but I doubt I will. Be. When it comes to stuff like this, though, pride and ego get in the way, and you start to see people just choke on the beer that they're trying to and chug, and it's spilling all over their yeah, shirt. Here you guys spilled a drop, which is good. Very impressive. Uh, so Can't waste a good beer. <laughs> right above me on the leaderboard is Corey with 6.44 seconds. Right not above. Bad. Right above. Not bad. Right above. Right That's not bad. Less than half, less than half the time. Thanks for right showing above. up. Steve, second second <laughs> place on the current leaderboard is Morgan. Oh, with four point two seven or seven two seconds, four point seven two, and then Jason came in at four point five nine seconds. Currently, yeah. barely yeah. past yeah. month. And for what it's worth, Flyco is technically in the lead. Yeah, top uh, two. For everybody, like yeah. For everybody. That's so fantastic. For right now, that's, you guys are holding down the number one spot. How does it feel? Yeah, it's wonderful. That's never been so <laughs> Are you going to put a plaque on the wall? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring Jason, one for us? Jason's been well, sandbagging yeah. every other time I've ever seen him chug a beer. <laughs> well, that wasn't on air. <laughs> so the I next, now know what you're capable of. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing we want to talk about is uh, uh, negative reviews. It's kind of like mean tweets. Ooh, yeah. Like Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I have one that I'm going to read, which is not something that will be very often. Can I can I pour another beer? Real, yeah, yeah real grab yourself another beer. Does anybody want something? Um, I'm good, thank you. Um, so I I'll have Jason. I'll have you read this first one. And this first review was left on Google 
from Majorgensen Jorgensen. That is a wonderful <laughs> name. I don't think that it is a real one. Uh, Morgan think, actually. Morgan is this has the one seen, I'm thinking about? I Morgan has seen all of these. Morgan. <laughs> How I think was I've that? Been, I think I've been on a date with old Morgan Jordan. <laughs> How did it go? Well, they ordered nothing but uh, very expensive things, and then they left halfway through the day. Pretty rude. Oh, Jorgensen, Jorgensen? Yeah. I mean, I pulled a, pulled a Jorgensen on me. Yeah. If I was on a date with you, I would do the same thing. Or is it Jorgensen? Yeah, it's because you're broke Jorg- and you don't have any money. <laughs> Jorg- Jorgen, 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 Jorgensen. So, Jason, you're going to read Majorgen Jorgensen's tweet or er, review uh, there online. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. This is, uh, <laughs> this is the one I was thinking of. Yep. Good. Three weeks ago, uh, one out of five stars, um, and Majorgensen Jorgensen says, "You can't give you can't give zero, so I guess this place gets one." Boom! I've traveled the world and would rather drink in a Tijuana bar infested with rats. Sad a place like this can even get a storefront in Colorado. Holy shit! <laughs> so the first of all, drinking at a bar in Tijuana that's infested with rats doesn't sound that bad. So if I don't you know would why rather make it, that's also understand. redundant, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. And what does he so have a bar the rats, in Tijuana? Like they, they want to get a good drink too. I would rather spend my evening watching a donkey show than being at this. <laughs> of course you would, you. Freak. Yeah. <laughs> but Jorgensen, Jorgensen, we know. Yeah, yeah I, I think that's mean. what you guys are missing our cockfights so here just, at flight co so <laughs> is he upset that there weren't more rats is that the impression that i was getting i kind of think so i mean i think the hardest part about dealing with this review when it came in was deciding whether we did or did not put it on our sandwich board out front of the brewery mm-hmm. that night oh yeah um because it was so awesomely over the top did you yeah. or did you not um we we didn't. You I, fucked I, up. I, I, I fucked up. I, yeah. I probably should have. Well, it's um, on the internet. We shared so it with lives. a lot of people. <clears throat> you know, though. it's it's almost nice when one comes like like that comes through, um, because you you don't really need to do much about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> keeps you it's, humble. It's the ones that one kept me up all night. Yeah. No. no it's it's oh, the yeah. ones it's the ones that are a little little closer to hit a little closer to home. <laughs> yeah, the ones that are actually true. They're <laughs> like, ah, maybe we should have pulled that beer a week ago. Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> the bartender was rude and hideous. Yeah. How many? So and then I cried myself to sleep. George McGorg says they're a world traveler. How many other? What other cool places do you think they've had a? Uh, the Taco a Bell on 38th. I yeah. think they. Go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like they, yeah. They do like Mexican Taco things. Bell. Yes. Yeah, I went to the Taco Bell Cantina in Tijuana. <laughs> like, oh, this is my life. Yes. No. Ordering Taco Bell that in Mexico is definitely. That blue slushy got five star review. I'm pretty I've sure. I've snuck <laughs> beers in Afghanistan that we're better than this. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. Morgan, I've got one for you. Uh, I'm not going to yes. read the name this time because I think this actually is a real person unlike Majorgensen Jorgensen. Do it, you coward. Uh, are, we, are we not allowed to? I think Majorgensen. I mean, it's on. It's, it's on, public that's information. True. All right, this they is, offered it up. This I think all Jorgie is sitting at home like, is this a real name? <laughs> He's probably just really <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's on a plane to Belize right now. Jorgie McGorg is a world traveler. I don't know if you read the review. <laughs> I would give that name zero stars, but I guess I have to give it at least one. Uh, okay, let's be honest. I would give Majorgan Jorgensen five name, five, five star name. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great name. He had loving parents. Uh, all right. This is a, a review from Ben Brook. Morgan, you're going to have Oh, I think I know this one, this too. One. Yeah, you replied to all of them. So. Yeah. Uh, the only – this is from Ben Brook, um, and he's reviewed a couple other places uh, here in the neighborhood, um, and I can get into that because I actually have researched this one. Please do. The only good thing about this place is the airplane theme. Beer is well below average and very expensive for the area. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
that one hurt a little bit until I went on to good old Ben Brooks' uh, profile and saw him give a two-star review to a local Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not authentic <laughs> enough. Wait, we're as good as Taco Bell? And so I realized that if we are on par Sell with now. Taco Bell, we are doing just You're fine. All across yeah, that's the pretty good. Yeah. That means we're about to make billions. And also, if someone takes time out of their day to A, review a Taco Bell, or B, expect anything right. from a Taco yes. Bell, <laughs> uh, that is not someone that I am particularly of the mind to try to please uh, anytime soon. Can you guys just make a three bean burrito beer, please? Can you um, yeah, consider yeah. it? Classic bean and cheese. We could call it two stars. My favorite thing about this review is when he says the only good. The only good thing about this place is the airplane theme. He spells plane P-L-A-I-N. <laughs> and I don't think that there's like a pun intended there. I think he legit doesn't know how to spell plane. Uh, yes. The air was fine. Yeah. Uh, the, everything about the air wasn't bad, wasn't good. It was, it was fine. Plain, it was yeah, plain, it was plain air. It was pretty, pretty plain. Not yeah. like that spicy Taco Bell air that I'm used to. <laughs> the two-star Taco Bell air. I feel like he just came in here hoping it would be all model airplanes and was disappointed that it was a brewery. <laughs> Well, How you dare you charge $6 for a pint? You would not believe the number of people who come in to a brewery and ask for other things. Tequila. Wine. And oh, yeah. That's it, fair. What are they asking for? A haircut? I thought you were going to throw like, no, more of a curveball at us. Tequila like, and a brewery. Come no, on. but the best is once, like we had one guy come in and... Uh, and he came in and asked for, I think he started off asking for like a whiskey Coke or something like that. And uh, we're like, I'm sorry, you know, we're a brewery, just make and sell the beer we have here. And he goes, oh, 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 I'm sorry. Um, could I do tequila then? <laughs> I think well, he saw guava I, I on the we menu got, and he was like. We got through to you. We got through to you. Yeah, oh, de- definitely listening on that one. Yeah, I think he yeah. ordered the, uh, the agave beer after that. The agave? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's tequila oh, beer. Yeah. The agave oh, pale. Because everybody the, knows that's guava. tequila. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's guavas and tequila. Agave. No, everybody you'd have to be a, pretty a, You'd a have to be pretty dumb to a, mix a, that a, up. A guave is in All right, we can go fuck yourself. This podcast is over. Well, I mean, we get some pretty interesting phone calls. Thanks for the beer, you son of a bitch. We get some pretty interesting phone calls about that too i think i got a my favorite call recently was uh, somebody calling asking um if we sold schlitz beer um well, or, you should. and uh if if so you know could, could he come by and if, if not oh you you don't you only sell beer that you make okay do you uh know where i could get some schlitz beer do they still do they still make that wow do they still make that? i they feel do. like they, yeah, do. they do yeah, there's they do. a lot of those old regional beers that they've been bought out they've been bought out by like taps or somewhere yeah, yeah. and then he switched his uh, tune and started asking about milwaukee's best um i know a man of many tastes a man of diverse Wait, yeah. very complex so i have a question for you What's since up? you're a level two cicerone oh, which is shit. very impressive no it's not it is impressive. You know how to brew beer, exceptional beer at that, but thank you, I'm deflecting. So, oh, he's got, a, he's got a terrible palate. You can taste it. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't have that Verizon retail I'm, I'm an end, like yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, that's that's I'll tell you for, what. He can tell in. the difference between Coors and Bud Light. Let yeah. me tell you that. Oh, he's got a yearning a after an eight-hour shift of helping people turn their phones off. I mean, I can't even win a chugging contest. I don't even know why I'm here. Or yeah. tell a joke. Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> 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 So I'm here for, to provide material. Yeah, That's yeah, it for yeah. you guys. Well, you haven't uh, told a joke yet, so you haven't provided that material. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Okay. So I had a guy come in, and this I, th- I think I mean I don't want to classify the question, but I'm going to say it's a level two Cicerone question. Got it. Uh, he came in. He was a self-described uh, PBR drinker. Mm-hmm. 
um, but very open to learning about craft beer and excited to be here. Okay, Probably so in the 65-year-old like, range. Oh, this I is, was going to say like a hipster that just hit puberty. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> he's a so traditionalist. He's been, been drinking PBR since he was 16. Exactly. He's, he's had many ribbon. years of PBR drinking. Since he got back from the war. And I, I put a bunch of different beer samples in front of him. Nice selection of like the cream ale, um, actually our Marzen, um, and then there was an IPA on there. Yeah. And his question, and I'd like to hear your answer. Sure. Um, was what's the difference between malt liquor and an IPA? Yes. <laughs> to be honest, just a bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Done. Mic drop. Out of here. Oh yeah, that was, uh, that was a it was good great. one. It was great. When's the last time you guys had some good malt? Well, just malt liquor. <laughs> In general, it's 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 next I mean, on the brew list. Forty you know? night, you guys should just—is that the next packaging format? You think? Do you want me to go to the liquor store quick and pick cans? up some malt I liquor? think this cans thing is a yeah. fad. Canning beer, forties are not going to happen. I think I think we're going to rebound back to forties. Forty bottles. I'm drinking the yeah. hazy IPA here, and it's really good. But I would much rather be drinking some old English. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah it's not that good. <laughs> you know, I mean, you should uh, you should post that as a Google review, right? Uh, so hey, that Steve, we can, can, we tell can read even, that. They don't even have old English. There's not a single malt liquor on their. I would, I would rather be at a rat-infested tequila bar. <laughs> I even Not brought me. my own duct tape and everything. Are you Majorkinson, Jorgensen? <laughs> okay, oh, Jorgie, Jorgie, baby. See, I, I actually, this is a rare thing that's going to happen on this podcast, but I have a review of Flight Co. that I'm going to read because it does also have something to do with me. Uh, so this is a... A review left on TripAdvisor.com. I thought he was going to oh, say Oh, this is funny. another good one. Yeah. I know this. This is, yep, I remember this, these guys. This gets, TripAdvisor doesn't do stars, so this gets two circles out of five circles. Uh, and then the title is, is this a brewery or a comedy club? <laughs> waka waka. You know, you know your brewery is experiencing the same problem that many breweries are as they grow. An identity crisis. This one cannot decide if they want to be a comedy club or a brewery. Forgive me, but you went into a business to brew and serve great beer to the public, not to provide a platform for struggling comics. <laughs> <laughs> Could you could you have found a little bit more relevant review though? If you want a review of Steve's comedy, yeah. just go to Flanko's Brew. <laughs> As far as the beer and service go, you guys are doing okay. As far as being an enjoyable place to go, I give you a D, and he doesn't mean short for dick. <laughs> it was enjoyable until short. you put on the guise of a comedy club. You even have a sign telling your customers to shut the expletive up. <laughs> but for real, shut up. Uh, when comics start their gigs, I was among friends who could care less about your fledging comedy club. We were there to enjoy a few beers, each other's company, and have some conversations. Like, I know this guy doesn't have friends. But that was a minute <laughs> once the comics started up. Your staff ran around pointing at your stupid sign and telling us to keep it down. We were not loud. Sure, we had to amp it up a little to hear each other over your comics. We're here to party. <laughs> uh, forget you. <laughs> If you want to be a comedy club, get a promoter and add a kitchen and charge a cover. But it seems like you really want to be a brewery, and you might be a pretty good one if it were not for your <laughs> if we insistence wanted, on being something else. If we want so to be I, a comedy I, club, we'd need to be a restaurant? I also, I, I, heard, I heard him say great beer 
uh, in the middle of that. Hey, that's a big takeaway. Uh, so I, that, that's definitely a takeaway. So I, I actually remember this exact person, and I have a follow-up story for this person as well. Oh. Um, so him and his buddy were sitting at the bar, and nothing against using Groupon. We have a Groupon out there. We get new new business I from Groupon. I expect somebody that comments on Trivia Yeah, Classic it was a group. That was a Groupon <laughs> guy. I came here for that a discount, so. got it, and I was furious. <laughs> <laughs> so not surprising, uh, coming from Groupon, they were literally yelling at each other uh, from about two feet away, and we asked them to politely just keep their conversation a little bit lower. None of our staff pointed at the sign. It was one of the patrons that was trying to listen oh, to yeah, the comedy yeah. show. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's great. He <clears> pointed comedy. at the sign. Also, his face happened to be on the sign, so that's probably why he thought <laughs> but I mean, we were clear. Here's the, yeah. here's the thing. is like, how entitled do you have to be that, like, there's clearly people here for comedy. They're here to watch comedy. And then to be like, oh, I'm not going to. So the best part about this is then the same guy, because you can buy, I think it's two Groupons for yourself and then two for other people or something. So the same guy comes in to use his last Groupon for himself a couple days later mm -hmm. and sits by himself, doesn't look at anybody. Like, mm. you can tell he's still... I'm embarrassed to be here. I'm embarrassed to be here. He begrudgingly he, wants a deal from him. <laughs> but he's, we, but we he's not going to lose yeah, his Groupon deal. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting my half off, buddy. He's, he, he hates <laughs> us so much that he'll go online and leave a review for all to see about the struggling comics and the identity crisis brewery. I like Steve's comedy. But God forbid he miss out on the $4 that he spent for his buy one. He walked one. out? No, he didn't. He came back and used his second fucking Groupon. Pardon my, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on yeah, fuck you're, you. Okay, yeah, good. I don't think you're allowed <laughs> well, to. Steve said explicative a earlier, family so I was, was really that thrown was, off. Listen, uh, that was, that was they, right, that's what right, he wrote. Yeah. Oh, okay. he, didn't, he didn't want to swear. He was. I was really surprised by that, and I was like, I was wondering why we May I just say, I think the most impressive part of that review is that Steve knows how to read. I think, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty impressive. I've been curious this whole time. I didn't want to say anything. I, would, I, just, I either memorized it because his girlfriend was repeating it to him for hours, or... <laughs> I would, check. I would give my ability to read three out of five circles. Okay. Tripadvisor.com. He's got headphones on. <laughs> he could have been playing it into the head. Definitely, definitely give it a D. A little Google Translate yeah, going yeah, on yeah. there. That's fair. But I think it's great that you guys even. How, so when Steve approached you, I think when Steve approached you guys about doing the comedy show, like. What were your initial thoughts? Like, what had what other stuff have you guys done in the past that you know worked, didn't work? I mean, honestly, for me, it was more of a personal bias. Like, I'm a huge fan of comedy, and it was like, cool, let's figure out how to make this work. Yeah. And then was going to my partners and being like, all right, so how do I justify this as a smart business decision? Because I really want comedy to be here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And thankfully, because you, you really want to be a comedy club. Um, yeah, because I desperately <laughs> not, want to not be until a we have the club, restaurant uh, and open a restaurant. Um, so because I am having an well, identity, no, but identity crisis. To be fair to this reviewer, I mean, one comedy show a month for two hours out of the day is excessive. Um, right. Like the, I get that. Yeah, I, I understand so where he's coming from. So. Yeah. I mean, how dare we provide some entertainment for the local community? Well. Right. A oh, real Haley's comment of this. Can you imagine what he would have said if he came in and there was live music? I know, right? And, and, and they would have to talk over that. Or, yeah, God forbid, trivia and Karaoke. trying to learn something and win free beer. I prefer entertainment that I don't have to pay attention to. And yeah. I can continue my conversation. As a matter of fact, could you turn this TV off? It's a little distracting. Yeah. <laughs> I understand what he's done with the song. He wants me to clap, but I won't because I'm being loud with my friends. <laughs> I have a $4 coupon. Please turn off all TVs. <laughs> and, 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 while, and while you're at it, 
it. Could I sample every single one of your beers before I still struggle with my decision? And do you have tequila? <laughs> we have an agave. Yeah. <laughs> what was um, all right? So before you guys started the brewery, obviously we're working different jobs. What was either this? It could be one and the same. But what was like the worst job you think you've ever had? Uh, I used to be a manager at Verizon Wireless. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that, uh, that having that grounding experience actually helps on a daily basis because you know the worst customer in a brewery is a about a little bit better than the average customer at a Verizon Wire. I like replacing yeah. the word grounding with suicidal. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> well, I mean, luckily we were still making beer in the backyard at that point, so I had plenty to drink when I got home, so I was doing okay. <laughs> he would just pass out in our backyard and be like, hey, bud, you want a job? Well, I mean, the difference between working retail and working in the brewing industry, you drink about the same. It's just now I do it on the job, whereas before I'd have to wait yeah, until I got home. It, mm, yeah. it doesn't have so. to be in a coffee mug anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and but it's was, beer instead of whiskey would you say that was like your worst job um yes and no i mean they pay you a lot so that's good yeah because if this doesn't work if this doesn't work out you're gonna need another job yeah don't don't burn that yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah too uh too late too late there you should ask him about part-time went out guns a blazing um oh god yeah worst worst job yeah you know that that would probably be it i think i think working in that retail setting where especially when in the the wireless industry where People, you know, pay for their cell phone bill before they have a roof over their heads. Yeah. You walk down 16th Street Mall and those motherfuckers are texting each other. Dude, it's only like $1,000 for a cell phone. Yeah. It's not bad. It's not too bad. Not too bad. You know, it's like, oh, am I going to stay at uh, Motel 6 tonight or am I going to pay my phone bill so that I have a few more minutes? (laughs) I mean, and you'd see that happen all the time. So there's no other industry, I think, where you you could handle, you know, on one customer you're talking to the CEO of some local business who's you know a boomer and can't figure out what the fuck's going on on their phone and then the next person is the homeless guy that lives under the bridge that's trying to refill his prepaid minutes yeah and and anywhere in between and you have to just be stone cold. Both of them have pissed their pants. <laughs> uh, by the time they leave, yes. One, one, one came in uh, pissed pants, and the other one got so mad at the lack of service they were receiving that they left with their pants. What is this, a Taco Bell? <laughs> Two one on, The one on 38. Yeah, cell phones have changed dramatically, obviously, just not even technology about how you buy them. So the last time I went in to get a cell phone, do you remember like the old model of anytime you were getting an upgrade, you got the upgrade for Uh-oh. free? Corey's running a bit, everybody. Not at all. Not at all. What's the deal with phones? This is not a place for struggling comedians. Well, it clearly is. It's all you have here. What are you talking about? I don't know how to tell jokes. Or they con you into getting like a nicer phone, but I didn't know I had to fucking pay for it. Oh yeah, no monthly. The whole thing's the whole. Oh, it's a whole con game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember like the good old days when you had a phone? No, they sell you. They sell you the phone, and then they say, "Oh, but we're just here to provide the wireless service, so we don't we don't actually support the phone." Call Apple. Call Samsung. We don't. We don't do that. Fucking gullible Gary over here was just like, well, yeah, sure, I'll take the nicest phone you have. Yeah. Exactly. Jason, what about you? What's? Uh, I did some roofing work and fence painting, staining work in South Dakota in the summers. Oh yeah. Uh, 105 degrees. Um, you know, so like you know, pretty balmy, and then uh, <laughs> uh, just brutal, what, brutal what work. What part of South Dakota? Rev City. Oh God, I loathe that place. Oh, thanks. That's my hometown. I'm not going to tell you. I'll talk to you after. I'm the from there and I love it. Yeah. Uh, it's the great. off chance, the, the very off chance that my mom listens to this podcast, I'm not going to tell you why. 
but I will tell you why later. I cannot wait to hear that. Um, they they have some good breweries in Rapid City, actually. They, I, a couple. Yeah, I didn't say like a, it's thriving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so nice pour for you. Corey just poured Corey a half and half. Corey to pour himself a beer, and it is mostly head. That's the way I like it. Yep. Big head, Corey. Okay. <laughs> um, you know from experience, there, bud. <laughs> but yeah, no, Why that did was you probably just become Minnesotan. Like what? in that very moment, you're hey, like, you know from experience, hey, bud. Oh yeah. Well, I don't know. It happens. <laughs> South Dakota. Um, South yeah, Dakota. no. So uh, that was probably one of the like just kind of roughest, just manual labor jobs. Um, most in, like frustrating was actually working for a hospital, um, oh, yeah, kind of doing some like analysis and um, uh, basically efficiency work for them and worked a whole summer, gave them a plan on how to do it better. And the bureaucracy and red tape said, oh, well, we're not gonna do anything about it. And so they just left the problems the same. But yeah. Nice, very cool. We're just looking at our equipment, seeing how much time our SD card has left. <laughs> this looks brand new, guys. Remember that? What was it? Steve keeps. This looks brand new. Steve keeps poking a screen that isn't a touch screen, like he's seventy. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I watched him poke like, this, and like all the you, buttons are up here. You used to come into my Verizon store and ask for help with your iPhone. <laughs> That's right. It's not working. It says swipe to open. I just yeah. keep slamming it on the pavement. Keep viciously poking it with my finger, thinking that that's going to work. Fair enough. So on brew day, what kind of music do you guys usually like to brew to? Or is it dead silence so that you can just... No eye contact. Yeah. Only, only on your birthday. Just a, a, day, a whole day of silence like freaking monks. Uh, yeah, uh, taking it back to its roots. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's it's very uh, very random. Lately, it's been some Anderson Pot. It's been oh, good. Yeah, um, dude, I saw a lot of classic rock though. Okay, um, I, honestly, very similar genre. Usually, just yeah, we usually just similar. make Jason brew by himself. Yeah, I, yeah, that that I should say. I'm usually just here by myself. <laughs> okay. And so some days I'll come in and I'll like I'll just be like, oh shit, I need to do this, I need to do that, and then I'll be three hours into the brew day and it'll be dead silent in here. I'm like, oh, this is really weird. We, we, don't have a, we don't have turn some music auger, on. by the way, so that means that he has to manually pour all of the grain from that he's going to use to make the beer into five gallon buckets and take. Them. It's called brew fit. Uh, I'm starting oh. a new. I'm starting a how new many, club. How many, how many so pounds of grain are in the? Please AD? get all of your friends to come. Uh, I don't have like any. Twelve, three. Auger, I barely knew her hat. Ah. <laughs> all right, Corey, you're off the podcast. That was Morgan. Morgan. That was Morgan. Morgan, you're the comedian now. My, that was Morgan's joke. Oh, good. So I'm, I'm still uh, better oh. batting average with my no joke. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd keep <laughs> quiet. Either, than either Steve or Corey with their dad jokes. Keep quiet and that. you'll end up in second place. <laughs> Just like the chug contest. Um, um, yeah, no, Jason has to lift uh, about 1,000 pounds of grain every time he brews beer, and we make him do it by himself. Yeah, they like me a lot here. I, uh, I'm surprised you're not more muscular. <laughs> <laughs> I, cle- I keep a lean physique. Yeah, it's your, so you between see, all the beer drinking. Have you seen Krasinski with his shirt off? Come yeah, on, man. That's true. Bam wants it. Uh, so between lifting all of the ingredients, getting a workout there, and drinking all the beer, you're basically breaking even at the end of the day, right? Yeah, yeah, of yeah, course. This yeah. is the body of breaking even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Similar to Breaking Bad. Yeah, Breaking Bad, but Breaking Even. Yeah. I've got the gloves and the, the, I, I, I the call, eye protection. I, I yeah, think I'd call my bad, body bad. Breaking Bad more yeah. than Breaking Bad. So <laughs> you like a serial killer level of silence every day that you brew. Uh, do you remember your first... <laughs> for half the day. For half the day. <laughs> for half the day. And then I got to put on a smiley's face when I open like, the doors. Oh, someone might come in here. I should be normal. <laughs> Let's, let's talk about this. Uh, one of our segments here is called... I like your segue. I don't do... Se- have you seen my stand-up segues or... So anyways, we'll move on right on. Struggling. I believe somebody referred to it as struggling. Hey, it's on TripAdvisor, so it's true. Two circles. Jorg McGorg is not impressed. Oh, don't, don't invite Jorgie to one of your shows, man. Oh, Jorgie. Actually, please do. I'd love to read that. Because that's, that's material you, for you your next You are the rats in, right, in Tijuana. yeah. According to George, we are the donkey show. <laughs> We're the rat-infested we bar. You are the donkey show. It's just a metaphor. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. Me neither. That's how metaphors work. Oh, congrats on the Brewers Guild, by the way. You guys just Woo. entered the Colorado Brewers Guild a couple days ago. That's yeah. pretty awesome. Congrats. All right, segues. So one of our <laughs> podcast subjects that we like to talk about is uh, cease and desist orders. It happens all the time in the beer industry. A lot of them are silly. Uh, it's it's like if comics were able to sue each other for stealing premises. Not even jokes, but premises. So uh, we like to talk about our favorite cease and desist orders. And apparently you guys have a great story, is what I hear. I think we have, we have two pretty good ones. One, one positive, one, one not so much. Um, one where you guys won and one where you guys lost. <laughs> um, well, neither one of them were, were, were full cease and desist. It was more like threatening. Um, so I guess the, the positive... Well, I'll start with the negative. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, start yeah. bad. Um, so originally, the, the name of our brewery was uh, Aerocraft Brewing, in line with our aviation theme. And Jason, what, what happened with that? Yeah, we had a... Uh, the, the Red Hot Chili Peppers sued you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That would have been, been way cool. That would have been so much better. Dude, I, I would have wrote my mom about that. Mom, today the Red Hot Chili Peppers got or sued us. I don't know. Flea's a real asshole. <laughs> So there was a there's a brewery in Nebraska, and they um, Scotts Bluff. Uh, they're called Aeroplanes. Oh. Plains, just like yeah, uh, they, the way that uh, Ben uh, wrote it. God, on, maybe that's uh, Jorgensen. Uh, no, no, oh, no, that's, that's Ben. That's Taco oh, that was Ben. That's Taco, that Bell, was Taco ben. Bell Ben. Yeah, um, they're the same guy. Probably. Yeah, I probably. But yeah, they spelled plane like you know Nebraska, like the Great yeah, Plains. The great plains. Um, <laughs> But, uh, and, and they didn't have really any aviation, aviation concept, very different. Um, they reached out to us about, you know, having a similar kind of trademark issue where like, basically they wouldn't let us trademark arrow as part of our name. And cause they, like, they, they arrow wanted, was too common. They wanted full rights. Uh, they did. They did. So it's arrow plane. Very different. Yeah. Right. It makes sense. No, they, 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 no, they, they spelled it A-E-R-O. Was there arrow? Yeah. Yeah. Was there arrow? Okay. Um, but the, the way that the trademark office works is, or for the USPTO is sounds like is, yeah. is, is spelled like, so arrow and arrow are the same. Gotcha. It doesn't matter how you spell it. If you have protection under Blades, one, you have protection Blades. under, under both. I mean, that'd be a Blades. whole really different and very boring podcast hour to talk about trademark yeah, law. Fair. 
So but when we, he we said he, when it, when either I, when one I of us it was A R R O W, I was like, he's being sued by the Iroquois. It seems like a Native American thing. I get your joke now. I didn't understand it. Oh, you didn't understand it before? No, not at all. Well, it's a good thing I said it again because that's how jokes work. Did you know we have a. Comedy best would describe. I'd love to be part of this. Let me explain it again. That's Steve. He's just got to spell it out for you and hit you on the head. We have a casino in the cold room. So, you know, that's. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, they. And we're gonna get shut. Down. We're in, we're in <laughs> <laughs> we're in different states. Neither one of us distribute. There was very little competition between the two. Yeah. And uh, and it was nonstop fighting, legal worries, hassle, and and they would not. There was no friendliness between us. Seems at all, like way over the top, that, considering. And we were like, well, oh, we were like, let's do a collaboration beer. Let's. Let's yeah. like bury so the promote, hatchet. Ah. Huh? Oh my god! Oh. Let's promote each other. Let's like let's <laughs> use we, this we, as a positive yeah, we, business. We, we approached both. it in the classic beer industry way, um, and they did not. So we we Only said bankers. screw it. We don't want to. We don't want to deal with that. We don't want to fight this for the next few years. So we changed our name. Um, for the better, we like our new name. I mean, yeah, like flight, flights, it <clears throat> encompasses everything we wanted anyway. Aeroplanes um, really seems like you're going to piss off some Native Americans. But they don't still, have any of those in Nebraska. Still, so. still, yeah, it's because that's still, what they tried to shoot down the planes with. But the second one is arrows, yeah. That's the problem with arrows. Yeah. And, and, like, this happens all the time. Like you guys said, like, everyone's um, – everyone's stomping on each other's toes yeah and it's such a crowded industry when you're naming all of your beers all the breweries that are around well speaking of beer names you're competing with wine you're competing with kind of the flip side of that um we have our pineapple goza that we release every every spring summer um and i say every because you know we're coming up on our because it'll almost be the second one one year and we're gonna (laughs) it'll almost be twice and we're gonna brew it again so it's almost twice that we've done this um and uh so it's a pineapple goza and with our aviation theme, we named that beer Maverick and Goza, thinking that we were very clever and we original, were. which we were. That's from Snakes on a Our old bartender right? was, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out and, to her. And so we end up uh, naming that beer Maverick and Goza. And the day of our release party that we have advertised, we have some artwork of uh, the, the beer and everything ready to go. And we get a call from a brewery in Georgia, mm. I think it was. Um, somewhere in the somewhere south. Somewhere over there. Um, and hey, uh, we own the trademark right, trademark rights to Maverick and Goza. Um, what is this beer that you're about to release? And we look online, and, and sure enough, it's a, a Goza. There, theirs doesn't have pineapple in it, but it's the, the same ABV, the same description, a very similar logo. Yeah. And we're going, wow, we did not do our, our due diligence on this one. There's just so much out there. Um, well, yeah, and it and, was like a very small state distributed beer. And it's, yeah. and it's one of those things where, you know, Jason, you looked it up, right? Or Eric, you looked it up, right? We all just kind of assumed that the other guy looked it up. Yeah. And nobody, nobody looked it up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the way that the craft beer industry works normally is, you know, Jason gets on the phone with those guys and it turns in from, hey, you shouldn't use that name to, wait, are you guys distributing that beer? Oh, it's just taproom only? Yeah, you can use whatever name you want. We don't care at all. By the way, how did you put the pineapple in that beer? We're going to do a pineapple beer next week. Did you oh, no, then they asked you for advice. And yeah. they were just the coolest so guys. Nice. And yeah. they were so nice about it. That it, would, it would never turn into a cease and desist. And they're yeah. like, oh, do you ever want to do a collaboration? Let us know. Just awesome guys and a very, very positive experience yeah, yeah, that's that's on the whole um, thing. Yeah. You know, and I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, if we were going to start distributing that beer in Georgia, we would have had beef. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they 
really didn't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, it's a great, it's, it's a great name. Hope your beer tastes good. It sounds like just when Steve steals somebody's joke and he threatens them with violence, it's basically the same. Mm-hmm. I think it's an extortion. I would, if I would, if I could remember the joke that Jason told 25 minutes ago, I would repeat <laughs> it right now. It's all right. It's, this isn't really your industry. I wouldn't worry about little yeah, things not really like his that. Bag. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Steve's face. <laughs> <laughs> that was the superior of the two jokes. Just in case anybody's wondering. Yeah, that's fair. So actually, uh, the half and half beer that I poured is your hazy IPA, and I wasn't necessarily planning on talking about it, but it's the same thing that Steve had too. It's great. Um, it's really good because usually a lot of hazy IPAs wind up tasting the same, um, and a lot of what I usually like uh, or I notice anyway about hazies is that they're overly like cloying. You get this like kind of chalky. Uh, mouthfeel that kind of laces your tongue and just kind of makes it, I don't know, very 2D. But the beer itself is really nice. Like, it's got some awesome orange notes to it. The filtration, like, the uh, percentage is, to me, just pretty spot on. Um, I just was hoping you guys could tell us a little bit more about this beer, because it seems like hazies aren't really your for not not forte, but it's not your direction that you're shooting for, right? Yeah, I Would mean... Would you say that? Because you'd see... Because even... We're trying to brew beer for any customer, I guess, that walks through the door. So sure. you don't want to focus on one particular style more than the others. But would this be a deviation away from like what you guys had normally done in the past? I mean, I'll, I'll give Jason some credit. That's the first hazy he's ever brewed. It's great, That's by the way. that recipe he came up with right before we opened. Yeah, and it's it's not, so hazies are not my go-to style sure. um, by any means. I, I love the way, that, the way this beer came out. Um, and it is a hugely popular beer in style. Um, I, I think partly because it appeals to so many people, right? Well, it's sweet. You know, it, I think the fact that it's sweeter than your traditional, because for a long time it was your... hoppy but not bitter. Yeah. And it's, it was, your traditional West Coast IPA was bone dry, and it was a lot of citrus and tenniel, magnum, things like that, that are going to be uh, things that I love. And I feel like such an old man these days when I'm just like, make my beer bitter again, right? Just sailing on my front lawn. You need to drink the Kappa then. Though. Okay, well, I'll get one of those after that. Um, so what did you do to give it the sweetness? Um, did, you, did you add any lactose? You didn't add any lactose, right? I'm not picking up a lot of like milk sugar. No, there's like none that. of that. Um, and, I, and I'm a fan too of like, I, some, some hazies that are out there you can cut with a butter knife. Like they're so thick. Yeah. Um, I feel not, like that's just not like really so, what we were going for. So lazy. And I think there's a big trend, um, and, and we've seen it the past five, 10 years, where it's more, more. Like the IPAs, the West Coast IPAs 10 years ago were wonderful, but then it's more. We need more bitter, more hoppiness. Um, yeah, it just kept going up. And, and it, it gets to a point where it's too much. And I think hazies go through the same type of thing where yeah. it's cloudier, thicker, chewier. Like, um, and I, I don't think they need that to encompass the style necessarily. Um, this one, it's got a lot of oats and wheat in the grain bill. Awesome. Um, it's got some more flavorful base malts. And oats and wheat will do what typically to the texture of a beer? Yeah, I mean, it makes it gives it that that smoothness, that creaminess. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it clouds it up, right? Like you'd see in a, in a German half or something like that. Um, but but this the, the hazy is great too, and it, it is amazing style because it appeals to everyone. What hop varieties are you using in this? Yeah, so this one is uh, Citra, Amarillo, Simcoe, and Amarillo, um, Amarillo again, right? Can't um, piss. God damn it. And uh, what's the other one on that? Uh, mosaic. Yeah. Well, um, I think the reason that hazy IPAs are so appealing is because hops are an awesome plant, right? They have so many amazing flavors, but the fact that you're using 
for hazy IPAs, you're typically using it more for aroma and flavor mm -hmm. purposes instead of bittering, right? That sweetness makes it more appealing to a mass audience. Yep. So you're getting all of like the flavor characteristics of a beer or a hop variety without necessarily like the well, it's kind of the very the, the gateway bitterness. IPA, right? Sure. Yeah. Like it's it's the IPA for people that don't like a traditional IPA. Sure. And then it kind of gets them on that track. And that's changing every day, right? In mm -hmm. terms of what we consider to be a, a, a traditional IPA, because for a long time it was, yeah, what you had alluded to, it's IBUs are going up, it's more bitter, more bitter, more bitter, and higher alcohol percentage. And now it seems like everybody's going lower alcohol percentage, sweeter flavors. Uh, I know a couple of breweries this year are releasing like 100 calorie hazy IPAs. That yes. whole better for you category um, is a really, a really interesting one. I mean, that's where seltzer fits too. And yeah, I don't know if you guys have a segment uh, on that, beer water, but it's called beer water. Sure. Yeah, so well, we sold not, so many beer waters last night. It is water not, beers. It is <laughs> not beer. Oh, you guys want to hear something crazy? It's I did the show. I did the show last night, and it was a golf course in Arvada, and one of the comics was drinking half Coors Light, half Diet Coke. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Sorry, say much. that again. Half Coors Light, half Diet Coke. I, it was a tragedy. Also called the Vanderblue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were telling everyone about this drink? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so the show hey, you were doing, you were hey, drinking what again? Hey, Corey, you're a dipshit. What's your comeback? <laughs> oh, wait, he's pouring a beer. <laughs> oh, you got nothing back to say? That's what I fucking thought. Keep shutting up. Uh, yeah, no, it was a tragedy. We're going to do... So you guys seem like good friends. The what? best. <laughs> we're going to do some... So we're gonna we're gonna have a golf course episodes shows that uh, comics rank shitty beers, seltzers, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so those will be coming up. Oh, good. But, so what have you guys done in the way of the better for you? How much consideration have you given that? Like, what's your next approach? You know, it sucks. Care? <laughs> it kind of sucks because it's a category. It doesn't suck, but it's a category that's not going anywhere. It's only going to grow, um, and everything that we see says that it's going to continue, whether it's seltzer, low-calorie beer. Um, so, I mean, we have a seltzer on tap from another local brewery called Arms. They've been making a, yeah, a seltzer. Yeah, just up the street here. Yep. yep. Um, and so if we're not going to make one, we're going to support somebody locally that does. And, and that's a, a big way we've approached uh, our menu. Um, I'm here to make beer that hopefully everyone's enjoying and to give a very broad range of styles. So it doesn't matter whether you want a hazy or a lager or um kind of any spectrum of the categories like we'll have those on tap but we'll have something for everyone else too so if you're not a drinker we have non-alcoholic beer if you want a seltzer um or you're more of a wine person we, we have that kind of sparkling hard water um same thing with gluten-free options nice. you know i'm not i'm not <laughs> brewing gluten-free here um because i don't necessarily think i could do it justice but we'll always have someone local on tap where you can get those options. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, our, our model is the taproom model. Uh, we want people to come in and enjoy the space that we've created. And, I mean, if you yeah. have a chance to look around, you can understand that we've, we've so pushed nice. that. It really yeah. is an awesome space. Uh, so before we get out of here and wrap up the episode, tell us what you think is, like, your guys' trademark. You know, when people walk into Flight Co., whether it's the beer, whether it's the staff, you know, the space, what do you want people to think of when they, when they leave this place? I think at the end of the day, to succeed, to succeed in today's competitive market, you have to sell an experience. Um, so it's it's more than the beer. Like comedy night. It's more. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. if we're if we're hanging our if we're hanging our hat on that, then I might as well go back and work at Verizon right now. Um, this makes me think think of Ocean Nights and Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, don't swim in that ocean. Yeah. Um, but anyways, no, I, I, it's all about the experience. So to, to answer the question uh, a little bit is it's all of the above. It's the combination. It's, it's the, the total is greater than the sum of its parts. Um, so it's the ambiance, it's the staff, it's the beer, it's the different events that we throw. And all of those together create an experience and a vibe that people are going to continue to come back for. Yeah, absolutely. You can't buy that in a liquor store. Um, you can't drink that at home. Can't get um, it at Taco Bell, two stars. You can't get it at Taco Bell. You can probably get it in Tijuana. Um, <laughs> but if you don't want to go there, then you definitely have to come here. No, I think Morgan hit it spot on. I mean, when you walk in, you'll, you'll see the fuselage. You'll see something very different. Um, very unique um, and uh, while our theme is around the brewery it's also it's for everyone you know yeah. whether you're aviation um, based or not like it's just an enjoyable atmosphere um, obviously want people to enjoy the beer and then we put a very large focus on on the customer experience and the staff interactions like we encourage our bartenders to to know the beers to know their customers to know and, and like enjoy being here with them. Yeah, and it's the same reason that Morgan, Eric, and I um, work a lot of bar shifts through the week. We're here, um, well, we're here every day, but we're here solely Monday through Thursday because we want to interact with our regulars, with our neighborhood. We want to get a feel for who's around us. And like, we want to meet old Jorgie, like, you know, hang out with him. If he's listening to this podcast right now, I invite him to come in for a beer on me. If Majorgan Jorgensen is listening to this podcast, it can't be all that bad, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for letting us hang yeah, out, giving come, us some beers to try, chugging some beers. Yeah, come this check out really the tap awesome. room here. We're at 4499 West 38th Avenue. Because uh, Google doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it just helps. Just digging for content. reading out of a fucking phone book? <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> And on that note, any uh, <laughs> Corey's joke book is called the White Pages. So, <laughs> uh, also, a uh, live show, live stand-up show here with great lineups, comedians featured on Netflix, HBO, so much more. Uh, every second Saturday of the month, starting uh, in February 2020, so that'll be coming up real soon, probably right before we release this episode. So come check out some live shows. Uh, thank, thank you, Morgan and Jason, for being here. Corey, anything else? Okay, nobody cares. Thank you all so much for being here today and listening to the podcast. This has been the Rotating Tap Podcast. See you all next week. Bye. That joke bombed. <laughs> Tight. All right.